Welcome back to yet another episode, after a bit of a hiatus, of Cocktails, Cocktails with Queens. Queens. Cheers. Feels good to be back. Mm-hmm. Haven't done this in a while. We were crazy busy with the ending of our uh, of wedding season and our own wedding uh, that we were planning and then obviously participating in. Then the honeymoon, then a bit of a uh, a relaxation period after the honeymoon, for me anyway. Right. Um, but we're back at it now. And we're married now. So hey, we are officially married. Show the, show the ring on the wing. Hey. Hmm. So this is our first podcast as husbands. Isn't that fun? Oh my gosh. Uh, well, I'm so excited. So not just because we're husbands, but because this was we're about halfway through, a little over halfway through Dragula right now. Uh, this is uh, we're going to be covering episode five of Dragula. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to kind of talk maybe a little bit about what's happened thus far, uh, but mostly we're just going to talk about this episode. And yeah. it was definitely a juicy one. Lots of ins and outs with mm-hmm. like the challenge and everything. So let's just fucking dive right into it. Okay. Um, I was thinking I loved the challenge, th- this episode, the whole you know cabin scream queens sort of like motif that they pulled into. Where they aren't necessarily the monster this episode, mm. they're the victim. So they got to play a different role than they have in the past mm. on the show. And one thing I wanted to point out, not to say this was my idea or the Boulay Brothers heard me, but I did tweet them before the season started that they should do a challenge where they do it where it's like the the calls coming from the inside of the house with like the Scream Queen type of motif where, you know, the babysitter's at home and she's getting the scary call and I told the Boulay brothers that they should have the girls play both the victim and, like, the monster. Oh, so they you. kind of did that, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> A little simplified version, if it was right. inspired by your tweet or whatever. <laughs> My tweet. Yeah. Um, I thought they kicked off the episode really good. I haven't been that much of a fan of their cuts, like, their opening cutscenes so mm-hmm. far. Um, but this one was so funny, like, how they were just, like, addressing, like, the whole accusations of selling out and everything, mm-hmm. which... First of all, I need anybody who sees this is like the internet is concerned to like check yourself when it comes to like selling out because as long as it's not affecting like the core, like um, the core production, like there's nothing wrong with these people that have given you such an incredible show for free to want to make some money and get some of their money back from their time for mm-hmm. it. So. Fuck off if, like, that was, like, your line of thought. Like, there's nothing wrong with having sponsorships and all that stuff. And I love how, like, they just kind of, like, broke the fourth wall and really rubbed it in everybody's faces with that in a way. And then they had a lot of sponsors in the episode, too, which Mm -hmm. really brought it all together. That was so funny. It was a great one. Um, So that being said, moving on to the actual, uh, you know, kind of episode Mm -hmm. after the opening Mm -hmm. cutscene. I just wanted to comment on the the boudoir, um, even though it was outside this time, which was kind of cool in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's interesting how there was, like, this rotation of, like, who was on whose side and just, like, the drama between them all was just really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there certainly was a lot of drama. I mean, Abora's gotten it from each way. Apparently, she's pissed people off and been snotty and rude and bratty so i don't know they're and we've really, seen it on camera where she was kind of cunty too. yeah but i think they're i think they're you know coming from a place 
of something we're not seeing mm-hmm. on the show, honestly. Yeah. Which I'm sure it's true because all the girls were saying it. But, yeah, like you said, I love that the boudoir was out in the woods. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Really cool aspect of this episode. Um, but one thing I do want to say is, like, the one person, and this has happened on Drag Race, too, just to compare the two because, I mean, it is a very similar show format. Um, there's always that, like, kind of outlier that, like, really just, like, does not get into that. Uh, and they usually end up doing... The, like one of the best mm. of all the of all the cast members and to me i think it's been disasterina yeah um you know she has just kind of been watching and observing and kind of like seeing how all these cards are falling mm-hmm. but really hasn't gotten like into the you know thing you yeah. know into the thick of it she's very much so been like you know just letting the other cunts fight it out mm-hmm. like not you know very graceful for how disastrous yeah, she is yeah right. <laughs> um so, of course, after they got ready, uh, there was the floor show. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know your top three for the floor show. Are you talking, like, just looks? I'm talking looks and performance. So, for the floor show, I'm sure you've all seen it if you're watching this. But for the floor show, there was the, like, actual look where mm-hmm. they kind of had, like, a little bit of a kind of just, like, floor show performance like they usually do pre-show performance sort of too and just introducing their character a little bit before that's what i meant yeah and then there was like an actual like scene scene Mm -hmm. from like a movie Mm -hmm. where they uh where they actually played like a victim like a scream queen Mm -hmm. and got killed so character setup yeah floor show and then like an actual scene okay so taking both those into consideration sure um, well, for the floor show, I definitely love Jane's Majesty's look. I thought it was super cute. I thought it was a fun, campy look, like the whole hippie retro thing she had going on. I Gorgeous, thought, too. Yeah, I thought she looked great. I love the flowers in the hair. All the, the, the wig was awesome. The sponsored Arda wig that they had was great. Um, I thought she was fun. I loved, uh, who else? I love, I, mm. I can only think of my top two, honestly. Uh-huh. And then Bitch Puddin, hers, yeah. she was my number one. Uh, she just, like, sold it in the pre-show. Her character, you got it instantly. Uh, she, you know, she was just very much that 80s bimbo camp character. Mm-hmm. Very Redneck. slutty. Redneck bimbo. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I, I loved it. I definitely have to agree, especially with Bitch Pudding. Let's go ahead and talk about her. She has been, like, just, like, killing it mm-hmm. since that one episode where she, like, kind of freaked out during judgment yeah where she was like i don't know why i'm letting these bitches get to me mm-hmm. and ever since then she's just been slaying the competition um i rated like each thing like one out of five and she i gave her five and five for mm-hmm. both her look i thought it was really like funny and just like her delivery she really just like sold the shit out of it yeah uh and then like her actual like movie scene performance I love, like, how, like, just the humor behind it, like, the subtleties, like, even her, like, switching to, like, a man voice whenever she oh, got yeah. scared, uh, and then, like, spitting up her gum, like, whenever she's getting yeah. choked out, just, like, little things like that. It was that. the most entertaining out of all of them. Yeah, was by was. far it was the most entertaining. Funny and yeah. interesting, like, a lot of jokes were in there that really landed. Kind of sexy, too. Kind of sexy. It was, like, <laughs> it was, like, sexy, funny, scary. It was, like, everything you really want out go. of a horror flick, like, even, like, a 30-second one or however the fuck long it was. Mm-hmm. Um, my other one, I just have to talk about James Majesty because she was my absolute favorite, or she was my second favorite look. Mm-hmm. She was actually my favorite look. Yeah. Like, she was my favorite look. But the performance, like the actual movie scene, I don't understand what everyone else is seeing on that fucking yeah. show saying that she is a good actress. Yeah. It is so bad to me. Like, 
favorite look, by far least favorite performance in terms of wow. like the acting. Wow. I just felt like the comedic timing was really bad. Like, it wasn't. She didn't yeah, like let the jokes or like the the subtleties of the performance settle in. Like it was just like. Uh, I was, mean, and that's the way we felt with um, like the upload last thing. week. Yeah, episode. yeah, with her mm-hmm. making jokes and her performance. And then not she funny. Won. And then yeah. she won. So. Uh. I guess they're seeing something we're not, or it's like a taste level thing, um, mm. or just different tastes, I guess. But mm. I just felt like it was really missing something there. Yeah. Um, who's my other favorite? I think, I guess it was kind of a tie between Disasterine and Victoria. Mm. Um, they both kind of had, like, similar, like, more, like... So, like, Victoria's was, like, a sexy character, but, like, Disasterinus was, like, a sexy character that was, like, over the hill. You know, they kind <laughs> yeah. of, like, had, like, they kind of started off on, like, the same branch, but very much so, like, diverged with, like, their mm. actual execution of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disasterinus was, like, way, like, meant to be more, like, funny and just, like, you know, off, uh, off the handle in a way. Like, very, like, off the rocker, I guess is a better, better term. Like, this alcoholic, like, used to be, you know... What is it called whenever they, like, used to be somebody? Like, anyway, used to be model. Has-been? Yeah, has-been. Like, a has-been <laughs> Washed model. Washed up? Yeah. Busted? All of the, all of the above. Yeah. Um, and Victoria Black, her makeup alone, I think, kind of put her in the topper, like, right. upper category for me. Yeah. Because um, I great. also thought she had a good performance. Like, she was the only mm. one that had, like, a chase part. Like, where there True. was, like, a, a dual aspect to, like, the actual, mm-hmm. you know, filming and everything and, like, how that story unfolded. Yeah. So there was definitely props deserved for that. Well, kind of on that note, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Disasterina the only one who, like, truly had, like, a like a real gut-wrenching scream with, like, her murder? And, like, that is what a scream queen mm. is, like, about. Like, that's, you know, where the term comes from is from those, like, 1970s, 1980s slasher flicks where yeah. those women are just, like, belting it, like, Jamie mm-hmm, Curtis type mm-hmm. of character. and Where the term comes from. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's what I'm saying. I guess like, you're right. Like, she might have been the only one I really that actually think everyone else was just like... <laughs> and did they actually use the term scream queen when yes, they were referring to, like, the, the, challenge. Boulet, the Boulet brothers? That was, like, their... Right. Wow. Yeah. So that's what I was saying. It's kind of was along the same lines of Victoria being the only one that, like, really created a chase. Um, mm. you know, so that brought unique elements to each of their individual yeah, yeah. scenes. Mm-hmm. So again, that was my, my personal top three was, uh, uh, you know, those three. Um, but moving forward, we then had like deliberation yeah. and like the, the judgment and everything. I thought it was really interesting with like the, them quizzing them like that and then like tying Like in. truth or dare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With like the, especially with being like in the cabin, like camping or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just really interested to like you know, know all of the questions they ask, because you know they cut it, but just, they, I just thought it was a really interesting challenge. Like I, we, We've never seen anything like that in a reality show mm-hmm. that I've seen, um, and then to tie it back into, like, the lie detector test, and how that was sort of the determining factor of who went home. Yeah, I felt like the, the main challenge and the extermination challenge were both, like, unique for the show so far. They were mm-hmm. different than, like, what's been going on so far. No one was getting, like, pierced or tattooed or, like, mm-hmm. being a monster. It, it, they had to show a different side, you know? So I thought that was unique for the show. Both metaphorically and literally, they had to show, like, a softer side. Like, sure. the Scream Queens themselves, you know, being had to be more feminine, it seemed. Like, that was, like, the... The point of the challenge mm-hmm. was to show a softer side like that. Right. And then, like, literally, they had to be, like, vulnerable with these questions. Like, mm-hmm. being blasted about, like, 
whether you know a family member was hot or like fucking who you right. had sex with on the cast, right? Like, All kinds of pressing things. Mm-hmm. Well, in the end, turns out Erica was exterminated. Not I, who I was expecting. Not not who I was expecting either. Um, I mean, she's been in the bottom consistently. So I mean, how many lifelines can you get? Honestly, um, it was just sad because I really wanted her to like turn it around. Yeah, she's, I, she's I, I honestly thought favorite. she might after this episode. Like the way the lie detector went, like she seemed to be getting a lot of like props for honesty, mm-hmm. and she was super like. Basically, she had seemed like she'd been broken down and kind of like rebirthed in a sense, yeah. but it wasn't coming through in her drag. It was yeah. only coming through in her passion to mm-hmm. be on the show and to be performing with them. She wasn't pushing it. I felt enough. With, like, her no. characters, her drag, all of that. Um, but I do want to say her extermination, like, scene was my favorite so far. Definitely. It was yeah. so, like, entertaining with, like, the whole, the way she was killed in the elevator with the, the voodoo doll. Plus her acting in it was great. I thought I thought she did awesome. Mm-hmm. Good way to go out, I felt. Yeah. She's been one of my favorites since the, since the teaser, mm-hmm. you know, just in terms of the aesthetic and... I've liked her kind of, like, really sweet, kind nature with, like, the really, like, anime sort of, like, video game style. Right. But it just goes to show, like, with, like, you know, chat, like, these kind of shows, like, you know, you really have to, like, show the judges, like, your full spectrum of what you can do. And in the beginning, I even felt like she was doing good, kind of showing, like, how she's going to keep at least one foot and, like, her her brand, brand, but still apply it. But it just kind of ended up kind of fizzling out and, yeah, repeating. But... You know, a lot of it is mental, you know. Clearly. Yeah. If she would have stayed another channel, or another episode, you know, who knows, but can't count on that, I guess. Yeah. You know what would be interesting at this point is if they kind of pulled from the, the Drag Race book and did, like, the Bring a Queen Back because there's Holy been, shit. Like, from this season. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because there have been people who, like, like Monique, for instance, mm. who really had a lot of potential to go all the way, but, like... The factors just did not align for her based off of her own performances. Not and stuff. tonight. Yeah, exactly. Not tonight, but the next night. Yeah. Um, but yes, I mean, I would love to see her back on the show. Or, I mean, that would be so interesting. Felony, anybody. So, assuming that doesn't happen. Yeah. Probably do, not gonna, but. Do you have, like, any, like, kind of, like, top contenders you're thinking? Um. I mean, I still, I think there's kind of, like, a thing going on with, like, the editing and, like, the, the scene setups where they don't want it to seem like mm. certain people are like going to really take it. I think that kind of applies to Victoria because she is so good and I feel like there's been scenes where, you know, they kind of played down how amazing it was she's done what mm. she's done. And I feel the same way with like Abora in a sense because yeah, she's got in her own head and she's also failed on the show before. But she's provided some really amazing visual, mm-hmm. you know, elements to. I mean, she was the, the most interesting part of the teaser. She's been that for a lot of the episodes too. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's really taken it there. So it could definitely be editing and just like trying to like save keep that the suspense. For, yeah, keep the suspense mm-hmm. in the coming episodes. Um, but that being said, my favorite is without a doubt Zesterina. Mm-hmm. I just love the character, the brand. She's. She's too funny. She's too cute. Yeah, I love it too. I did not realize whenever she was first on the show and all of that until you were telling me that that is... And they actually kind of touched on it today in tonight's episode. The Belay Brothers did how... He is 100% playing Disaster Arena as a character with Mm -hmm. that that voice and the, the way... 
the disasterina acts and everything. Mm-hmm. That, like, that's not like who he is as a person, but it doesn't come across like artificial at all to me. Yeah. So and performance then, art. Hello. Yeah, performance art. And then disasterina playing a character that was true talent right there. Like him playing a character, playing a character like they talked about. Crazy. So yeah, definitely, she's definitely a top contender for me. And bitch pudding. Um, oh yeah. I feel like bitch pudding is absolutely delivered. She's full um, of surprises too. Like yeah. she keeps like. Her performances really keep, like, shocking you. She might not have, like, the best this or that, but she always delivers when it comes mm-hmm. to, like, her performance. She can definitely count on herself to deliver. She sells it, whatever uh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So those are my top two. I, uh, I, If I had to pick a third, I really want Abora to come back just because I really felt like I loved, like, I was. hers was one of my favorite aesthetics from the beginning. Um... Uh, we'll see if she's been shook too much or where she's at now or if the girls get under her skin. Mm. Um, but, yeah, those two main, those two top, those top two for me definitely I think have the best mm-hmm. shot, which is also really interesting because aesthetically speaking, like, it's not, like, typically what I'm drawn to. So, like, mm. I wasn't, like, really into them from the beginning. But as the challenges have progressed, they've, like, been the top contenders for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, though, that it's anybody's game, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. you know, one slip-up can land them in any kind of weird-ass we extermination the challenge. Yeah. They can get them sent home pretty easily, so who knows how it's going to go. I don't... Especially with the extermination challenges being, like, the bottom three or four. Well, it wouldn't it, be it, that many at this point. But I mean, it could be. It's yeah. been, like, the entire cast, yeah. you know. So. so, especially when they literally cut off, like, the bottom 50%, like... You gotta. You, you, there's no slip ups at this point. I know. I, really, really great show. Though I know it's so good. I'm so proud of the Belay Brothers for getting to be getting the opportunity to be sellouts. Like for garnering so much attention and for getting these sponsorships and being able to up the production value mm-hmm. and you know even get on national TV for Canada. Still, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So cheers to them. This has been a great show. We're going to be going signing off now. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll tune in next week. Uh, we're going to try and do another episode then. Uh, it, we'd love to hear your feedback on not only uh, the epi- their episode, but also our little podcast here. Um, and also just what you thought about all the queens look. Who is your favorite? Who do you think is going to win? All that stuff. We want this to be a conversation. So write on down in the comments. Uh, if you enjoyed the video, please give it a like uh, so that we know that we're doing something right. Thanks so much. And again, this is Clayton Jordan with In Between Branches. And this episode has been sponsored by InBetweenBranches.Etsy.com. <laughs> right. Yep. Perfect for, uh, oh, actually, we do have a Cyber Monday sale going on until uh, Friday, too. So, uh, you know, True. it's a, we're, it's, we're sale vintage. Cyber Friday? Cyber, Cyber Monday week, I think oh. is what they're calling it. They're being you? <laughs> no, like people. Okay. That's going on all over. Um yeah, it is a thing. It is a thing. <laughs> it's trolling. So that said, um, if you're looking for a gift for somebody, you know, unique, vintage, you know, little knickknacks, articles of clothing, check us out maybe. See ya.